Hello, you're back at the Williams Project and this is episode 15 and today we're going to be talking about putting the small things in your favour. Right, so you're here at the Williams Project with Matthew Horncastle and Blair Chapel. Today our topic is putting the small things in your favour. Now, this is a very cool topic, something that's important to me because I've only learnt it in the last probably six weeks and it's something I've been focusing on with Blair heavily in our business and in our personal lives. Um, Just looking at the small things that you can put in your favour, making it a task, getting it done and sort of going down at that um, lower level and chipping away at the small things, which ends up making a massive impact. So just just keeping it personal and talking about us for a little bit, we're ticking away in business. Um, we're in that sort of, we're in a boring stage where we've done a big hit of growth and now we're managing the growth, which is never very exciting. Which is so boring. Yeah, it's, it's so boring, but if you don't do like it, you go fun, pro. Like it's fun, but it's just... Yeah, no, it's 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 just necessary. It's part yeah. of business. You can't always be in the glory days. Some days you've got to actually be in the gym training instead of out on at the out auction with your shirt room, off, taking popping selfies sh- and popping bottles in the club, chucking stacks of cash all over your mattress. That's only Thursdays. <laughs> no, yeah, a serious note about stacks of cash. No one has stacks of cash. If you have stacks of cash, you're either doing something illegal, or <laughs> yeah, oh, sometimes you. No, you're, no. You're pro- if you have a stack of cash, you haven't paid tax on it. That, that's the main thing. And in business, every now and again, you do acquire a stack of cash. But like, it's not moral every time you have one. Because like, I, I actually am about paying tax. You do have, It's something you have to do. We're all here. We fucking have a beautiful country, beautiful parks. This is boring. Let's move on to our topic, eh? Matthew Horncastle for Prime Minister. Yeah, Matthew, yeah, I think so. But anyway, back to I'll our just, topic. Hold on, let's just bring this back. I've got to go find some babies to kiss. If anyone's got a child we can borrow um, for some PR shoots, please message us. Preferably under six months. Yeah, it has to be little. It has to be like a proper baby, and like a cute baby, not an ugly baby. Preferably two or three. Yeah, two, but twins and like a really beautiful mother. Okay, moving on. Okay, back to today's topic, putting the small things in your favour. So firstly, we're going to cover why you need to do it. And like I know some of you might think it's pretty obvious why you need to do it, but we didn't realise for ages how many small things there are that you can put in your favour. So the main reason why you need to do it is life can be quite hard. You, you feel, you kind of, owning a business, you kind of feel like this big weight's on your shoulders. You feel like you're carrying everyone and everyone's against you and everyone's chipping you down. And there's, there's certain parts of that are, that are correct and certain parts of that where that's only your opinion because you have so many things chipping at you. Well, it's kind of like the compounding effect is, if you get a whole lot of small things in your favour, it feels like everything's right, everything's oiled, everything's good. But if a whole lot of small things are sort of a little bit niggly, a little bit wrong, against you need you. to do something even against you, all of a sudden you wake up, you're like, holy shit, like... Everyone hates everyone me. Everyone hates me. The world's <laughs> out to get me. It's racist. It's discriminating. It hates me. I'm, I'm a victim. Don't be a victim. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm explaining a whole how another the, episode I'm, about not being a victim. I'm explaining how the people feel when everything's against them. I myself am not a victim. I'm a fucking hero. You're a delicate little dandelion. A little delicate flower. You should see how emotional Matt gets sometimes. Okay, like, first when he's I, hung over in the office, it's like I don't. I'm not emotional. I have a short temper, and when people are being stupid, right. can we I'm, all answer? Is impatience uh, emotion? Is anger an emotion? 
No, but okay. He's looking at his glare like I'm gonna, <laughs> he's getting angry, guys. Stick my pen in your eye. Um, See, anger. It's not. It's not anger. It was a. It was a factual threat. <laughs> <laughs> Am I holding a pen? Um, and and that, that's another thing. Actually, going off on this tangent, this has worked well. Getting drunk is putting something not in your favour. That's putting something against you because the next day. You're a little bit tired, a little bit sulky, everything's a little bit harder, and that's one thing against you. And the flip side of that, of not getting drunk or only having a few drinks when you go out, then the next day, you've put something in your favour. Oh, I agree. I think the best way to look at, and now we're on this tangent, the best way to look at drinking or getting drunk or partying is you get the next day's happiness, and sometimes even the day after, you sort of grab it and you shove it all into that one night. Yeah, and, and as long as you can accept drinking like that, then I think it's fine. Well, drinking's fun. Like I, I'm, I'm an alcohol enthusiast. I've <laughs> like a good drink. Last night I did it properly. I went out. I had about two glasses of red wine, two whiskies. I was in bed by midnight, and I think that's a really healthy way to drink. Because now, like, I'm not quite as sharp and amazing as usual, but like I'm pretty on the ball, and like I'm happy with my last twenty four hours as a whole. Yeah. I agree. It was great. Now, so let's let's make this a little more tangible for you. So, things we've put in our favour in the last six weeks are one we've handed our notice in on the office. Now, we haven't handed our notice in on the office because we don't like our office. The profile's great. The office works really well for us. Um, it's it's pretty much a perfect office. But the thing that's not in our favour is we're paying forty thousand dollars a year into someone else's pocket. Now. The flip side of it, which is slightly less glamorous, we can buy a house that we own, we could run the business out of a house that we own, and it would still be nice, we'd still be comfortable, but then we're putting $40,000 a year in our pocket. Now, that's, that's actually not a little thing in your favour, that's a big thing in your favour, but it's all about just every single day say, what can I put in my favour, not someone else's? And a lot of it's financial, and then a lot of it's not financial. That's a great financial example of putting something in your favour but then there's also sort of non-financial things like for example well generally it does lead to be financial in all reality yeah. because money well that's the, resu- that's the result that's the result of doing though. things well yeah like for example when we buy property whether it be a block of land an investment a development site if we buy on trade me off Ray White off Harcourts off Bailey's whoever all of a sudden we're competing with everybody else looking to buy what we're buying and at the moment the market's filled with people buying property and development sites and you just pay way too much so what we do is we do the whole get on the phone and call people put letters in their letterboxes if the house looks nice and then if we can get to that person before a real estate agent that's one more thing in our favor and quite often we're saving real estate fees of like 20 grand and and the person selling the home wins because they're making a saving we're making a saving. but what what i sort of what I was thinking while you were talking when you're putting something in your favour in that moment it's hard you know what I mean like it would be far easier for me to wake up and come to work and be happy in my office and I've got the cool office on the corner and I can swing around in my chair and look out the window go to Harcourt's auctions leave your hand up to the owner that's comfortable you know what I mean but the actual exercise of waking up and saying hey what's in the best interest for me What's in the best interest for the company? What's in the best interest for my staff and my people around me? Yeah, it's not often the easiest thing to do. Yeah, it's get, not. Yeah. And quite often you only have to, it goes back to last week's episode of making the hard decisions. These are sort of like making micro hard decisions. Mm. 
And often with these decisions, you only have to make them once and then it's done? Yes, or, or once every three months or once every six to, months. Yeah, or you have to learn how to do it once. Yeah. But like, that, for example, they're the business ones. Yeah, the, so the it, personal ones are the other way. Oh, carry on. You so can. I was going to know about personal ones. Like personal ones, a really easy one is dressing well. Like yes, take but pride it's in a your decision appearance. you have to make every day. Well, obviously. Yeah. But if you already own shirts and you learn how to use an iron, because like for example, when you start wearing a shirt and you don't live at home, using an iron is really hard. Yeah, I actually had to have my girlfriend at the time teach like, me honestly, how to iron. Honestly, like you burn your shirts, you leave a crease in it. Like, Matt's or still learning how to iron his shirts properly. <laughs> Whatever. Look how fucking exceptional I look. Oh, um, you wear another shirt just like mine. Well it's, it's more... Uh, it's actually quite an art to it because you've got to iron your whole shirt without taking the shirt off the ironing board. So you, like, roll it around the And you board. can't quite get the whole back of the shirt... Yeah, in one go. So you have to pull it around and then you create... It's, yeah. Honestly, it's a real nightmare. That's but that, a one thing we're going to put in our favour, which we haven't yet, we're going to get, like, a lady that comes in and irons our shirts... Or a man. Or, I agree, let's not discriminate. It could be a black man, it could be an Asian man, it could be like a... We actually had Filipino um, cleaners. That was they amazing. exceptional. They yeah. spent about four hours in our wardrobes doing God knows what, but like they folded everything and like stacked such everything. such a good job. And yeah, you're too afraid to take anything off your coat hanger. So anyway, a small thing you put in your favour is dressing well. Reason why is if you look good, you feel confident about yourself. If you feel confident about yourself... It's far easier to face things you may come across in your day-to-day life. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. If you and wear your pyjamas to pack and save, please don't do it. Yeah, we've, we've covered this before, but I, just, I, this means a lot me, to me. It's like just, the whole sweatpants in public. It's not okay. But anyway, we've covered Even this to our people. Even borderline. If you're listening to this podcast, you're not a, um, a pyjama person. <laughs> Next thing is waking up early. I'm not saying wake up at four in the morning or five in the morning, all I'm saying is wake up early enough that you've got time to have a nice shower, have a nice shave, put nice clothes on, have a nice breakfast, yeah. and you're not like racing around the house, getting your shit together, trying to get to the office in time. Yeah, because like, like we're saying, it's one thing in your favour that'll make that day, that week, that month better. You'll feel more organised, you'll have your food, have your coffee, be looking nice, and all it takes is to get up 10 minutes earlier, like 10 minutes. Unless you're yeah, a woman, it might I, I kinda, take you like an hour. But I kind of want to try and think of some more complex things for the people. Like putting things in your favour, you kind of you've got to think about every single thing. You know what I mean? Like when you meet, when you're with a friend and that friend's talking, you got to think other words coming out of this person's mouth in my favour. You know what I mean? Is this stuff going into my brain going to help me? And like, let's say they're talking about something mindless. Um, like some gossipy TV show, you should stop them. Hey, mate, we're, we're better than this. We're, we're not going to talk about that. Let's talk about um, the economy. Let's talk about politics. Let's let's talk about something that's going to add value to both of us. Yeah, what's important is to put things in your favour. You don't actually have to take. You don't have to take it out of someone else's yes, favour. Yeah, like if it's anything, not, it's, it's not the a scale. Way. If anything, if things are in your favour, you're generally helping someone else as well. And even even um, financially, like skipping back to the business side, if you want something to be in your favour, so let's say you're not happy with your lawyer's fees, I'm going to pick on my lawyer, okay? You don't have to take something from your lawyer to get something for yourself. So you can call him and say, hey, look, Johnny, I really like you. You're an exceptional lawyer. You do a great job for me. You're going to have my work. You're going to maintain it because we work well together. But the price 
of you knowing you're going to have my work for the next three years, um, I need you to go back through everything you're in and work out how we can do what we're currently doing 20% cheaper. Okay. And often that means he might come back and say, look, it's costing this much because of this. If we can actually cut out this process and make it more efficient for both of us, you'll save time and then we won't charge you as much. Yeah. Or, so then it's in favour for both of us. And so everyone's happy. Or he'll say, hey, look, I'm actually handling this part of the account. My rate per hour is this. Um, if I get my PA to do it, it's half the price. Um, what about you meet my PA, see if we're all happy and we'll do it that way. He wins because now he doesn't have to do the work. The PA wins because she gets to deal with fucking us. That's like, a major win. That's a major win. So it's <laughs> the, the mindset is... Don't you're not taking from people because if you wake up and think about taking from people, so so yeah, I actually I've got to, no, we've got to strengthen yeah, this go. point. Yeah, the strengthening point is you're not waking up thinking, how can I make my life better at someone else's expense? You know what I mean? You can't have this can't be negative. It can't be about ripping that person off, uh, pushing that person cheaper, driving that person down, hammering that person. It, it's got to be. How do I put the world in my favour whilst making everyone else's lives better, whilst picking up the people around me? And it's more Matt makes it sound hard like that, but it's just not. It's not yeah. Like Matt says, it's New Zealand's got an awful tall poppy syndrome. If someone's putting themselves out there, our gut reaction is to be like, Jesus, like pull back from them, ridicule them, whatever. But all the same, if you put yourself out there and just address the small things in your life, the right people respect that and the right people will help you because it helps them. It's but, like, I don't want to be surrounded by average. Like, I hate average. Yeah, I agree. It's like a disease. It takes over. Just like, for example, the coffee shop I go to, quite often I go to the same one because they make exceptional coffee. I've got a good relationship with the staff there, so it's really busy and I need a second coffee. I can just sort of do the whole look over, lift my coffee cup up, and they just know to bring over two more flat whites and I'll pay them when it's quiet. Yeah. And, and so there's just like few, little wins but, every but day it's little wins for them as well so yes you're getting a win because you're getting preferential treatment but they're getting a win because they're getting your business every morning and you pay you don't argue and it's 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 a win-win you're happy because you're getting good service they're happy because they're getting a customer every morning yeah and they still put my coffee at the back of the queue but it just means i don't have to go line up and yeah piss around so it's like just awesome yeah, and everyone's happy. And the other people in line don't know it's happened, so they're not disappointed. The coffee shop's happy. The barista's happy. You're happy. Like, that's a true win. But yeah, morning coffees, pretty <laughs> pretty exceptional part of my day. Yeah, but so let's just summarize now. This is so important. You've got to have the mindset of, how can I put the little things in my favor today, now, in this activity, next week, next month? It's... This this one point has made a massive difference to the profitability of our business. And mindset, because you wake up yes. and all of a sudden you go, shit, that's working well, that's working well, that's working well, and you feel good. So what I want to do now, because I'm not sure what, well, I know what audience we have, but Matt, if you're at university right now, what's an example for putting a small thing in your favour today? Well, a small thing in your favour, like you could go, you could pull your lecturer aside before a lecture or after a lecture and you'd be like mr john i'm really passionate about this accounting class i really want to be the best accountant i just want you to know that i really value your time now 
if you've said that to the lecturer, okay, you're, you've invested, what, 30 seconds of your time, that lecturer's going to go, shit, that, that was really nice of Dave here. Um, I'm going to make sure that I check up, see if Dave's going okay. I'm going to make sure I give some of my time to make sure Dave's on the right track. So that small investment of you going up to that lecturer and telling him that you value his time and you value this class and you value this system is now your your return on that investment is he's going to invest his time to make sure you get the information you need. That's a good point. It's actually so easy to make other people feel good. Like if someone, say I ask for a coffee from someone and at the end of it I go, thanks for making my coffee. That was the best coffee I've had in a long time. All of a sudden, that person's like, shit, I'm good at my job. I've had a compliment. Just like if you're at the gym and you go, geez, mate, you're in really good nick. Yes, but you're what you're actually doing, you're putting another person on your team, yeah. which is putting life in your favour. So if you're like, hey, mate, you're in good nick, what, what can I do differently? Yeah, and that guy, he feels good, and he'd happily go, yeah, okay, mate, right, I've tried this supplement, this supplement, this one. I found this one works really well, but... I was doing this routine, now I'm doing this one, I recommend you do that. And he'll help you, he'll invest his time because you've put something in your favour by going out of your way to help that person. Yeah, because like in America, Americans are passionate, they share what they're thinking. In New Zealand, everyone just looks at someone, thinks what they want to say, yeah. and then just doesn't say it. And it drives and, me crazy. And going back to the um, university point, the best thing you can put in your favour is find a good company that's in the same industry that you want to work in outside of university and go work there for free two hours a week. Like, I, I, I like our education system, I value it, I can see why it's required in society, but nothing beats practical real-world experience. And if you're working in that company and you're adding value to them and you, you go to that boss, hey, look, I'm John, I am doing um, an accountancy course at the moment, um, but I know the university is not giving me all the skills I need. Can I come work for you for free two hours a week? Go work for him for free. Then after you've completed that two hours of work, true two hours of working, grinding, doing an exceptional job, hey, John, I'm just about, or Dave or whatever the boss's name is, I'm just about to go home. Can you teach me one thing about accounting, about how to get customers, about how to... But and it's, it's, like, it's, and give, then, it's give first. Yeah, give first. And at the same time, if he says if Dave or John or whoever guy's name and says no sorry we can't have you working for us for free try another accountancy firm i bet if you're studying commerce right now you want to be an accountant you love it you love numbers if you try every accountancy office in your local city and say hey i really want to be an accountant can i come do half a day's free work every week there will be one person which says yes do that for your entire degree and at the end of it if you're good and you should be They'll either give you a job or when you apply for a job, you'll be like, I've done this many hours for free because I love accounting. I want to be the best accountant there is. Yeah. Or And actually, probably just taking a different angle on what Blair just said, don't just work for one. Do six months for one, six months for another, six months for another, six months for another. And this is what um, a good friend of mine said about building. He said, I worked for the, the roughest builder in town. I worked for the neatest builder in town and I've worked for the fastest builder in town, I now have a healthy balance, I have a good mindset, I have a good set of skills, because I've learnt different lessons from each of those people. And it's the same for accounts. You could work for the biggest one, you could work for the smallest, you could work for the most specialised. Um, and here's an idea to get work. Post it on Facebook. Hey, I'm John. 
this is my skill sets. I need, I want to find practical experience. I'm willing to work this day for this many hours. Are there any businesses that want someone to help? Yeah, is I there- want to work for free because I know we're on a rant and it's all about small things, but if you're at university right now, your tuition fees might be, say, $7,000 per year plus your accommodation. So you currently pay, I think I worked it out one time when I was at Polytech, like you pay quite a lot per lesson that you're actually sitting in that seat listening and most of the time you get very, very, very little from that lecture. So although you might go, oh, I don't want to work for free, you're currently paying to learn nothing. So if you or, can learn something Or not for nothing, free, it's it's you're paying to learn what they're telling you, but the the lessons you'll get from oh, practical... Just, you say that, but I guarantee every single university student, you know that most lectures you learn nothing and you cram it all in before exams. That's just the reality. As someone who's never been to university, I hope that's not the case because I look at the big buildings and all the people going there and I hope that, like... But then again, I wouldn't be surprised. You're probably so. playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, it's terrifying, eh? I, I, I don't knock university, but I just... I place so much emphasis on practical, on practical experience, experience yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Uh, and I, I, this is a pretty long summary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about um, profitability and net profit in a business. And this is don't switch off because you're an employee. Like, Where the hell did this come from? Don't switch off if you're an employee because you need to understand this. Okay, an average business turns over money with a ten percent profit. Net okay, profit. let's just say net profit for the sake of the argument. Okay, now. Putting the small things in your favour, like if you're a builder, picking up your materials on the way to work instead of during work time, or making sure that you're actually working at seven, or um, looking after your uniform so it lasts for another uh, six or months. maintaining your gear so it doesn't break. And- yeah, you, you don't realise how much of a difference that makes to the actual profitability of the business. It's all the small things yes. like we're talking about. And that's profit on top. It's so, every $20, every $30, every half an hour, every five minutes across everyone in a business adding up. Like if you work for a big firm or a medium firm or a small firm, say with 30 people, if those 30 people, because everyone out there, you're not efficient 100% of the time. You might waste, say, half an hour a day. Those 30 people all work half an hour harder, not longer, just harder, 15 hours a day. That's like having two more people, which is 10% more yeah. for free. But that 10% might double the profitability. Yeah, That's what I'm trying to explain. Like If the if the business turns over $100,000 under our um, assumption, that means they're going to make a $10,000 profit. If they now make $13,000 profit, they're making a, 30% more than yeah, they would have. Which makes a massive difference to the perks and the the extra that business can give to its people. Because at the end of the year, they're like, hey, we've got an extra 3000 more than we thought we were going to have. Let's have a really good Christmas party. Let's do Christmas bonuses. Let's look after you. Like, it does come back around. The best, the best, most people I know who are business owners are actually really caring, giving people. But you don't have the opportunity to give if you don't have any money. Yeah. Yeah. So... The, what about small things? Yeah, every day. Small things every day. But that... The, probably the point I was trying to make is the small things every day aren't just for the business owner. If you're working for a business, think about the small things you can do because that guy in that business is probably working really hard to pay your wages. Yeah. yeah. Or he is. He is. Even if it's a large corporate, 
It's just they someone's didn't get, working they didn't, hard. They didn't get there because it was easy. Yeah. I had another really important point I wanted to make, and I lost it in that tangent. Wasn't it Pokemon Go? Was it? No, I don't know. Okay, right. We'll just move on. If you start talking about something, hopefully it'll come back. Okay. Well, I want to say in summary, but I'm terrified that I'll start summarizing. No, start summarizing. It's okay. okay. So in summary, get the small things right. Put them in your favor. Life's hard. You need to do it. It advantages you. It makes winning easier. Not that winning's easy, but the small things add up. And you've got a compound effect. If you wake up and all the small things are in your favor, life's going to feel better. You're going to be happy, be more confident. You'll be surrounded by better people. Yeah, and and closing the summary, once the small things are in your favour, you have time and you can then invest your time into the big things. Because if you wake up and you've tidied all your small things off your list and you feel good, you feel happy, you're like, right, what's one big thing I can do to make my life better or my business better or my my relationship better? You can hit those big things head on. You can go and get that six pack that he's told us all he was going to have by September publicly. Yeah, the six pack, yeah, okay. I'm going to just go do some crunches. Danger, right now, after this episode, I'm just going to... Danger of calling yourself out, Matt. Danger. What's the, what's the danger of not calling yourself out? Being fat forever. Yeah. First of September, guys, Matthew Horncastle, six-pack abs. Yeah. I'll be like the ab king pro. I'll be like, holy fuck, I know that guy. <laughs> I know. I'll be... Yeah. All right. See Abby, ya. Oh. No, not see ya. Jesus. Okay, you yeah, add we'll, us on Facebook first. Yeah, then you can go. And Snapchat. And Snapchat. So, Facebook, Blair Chapel... Um, we've got a little cartoon of us as our profile pictures because I don't know it's kind of quirky. Snapchat is bchaps12, B-C-H-A-P-P-S-12. Yep, mine's Matthew Horncastle on Facebook um, and my Snapchat's Matt, like a un... I'm not dash. sure if it's, it's a middle dash. dash, a middle dash Horncastle. Um, Horncastle spelled H-O-R-N-C-A-S-T-L-E. I'm also on Twitter, at Matt Horncastle. I tweet, just... Stop rolling your eyes, Blair. Twitter is a thing. He's got about three followers. Because it's six or seven. Or those three followers are probably all great people. In all fairness, one's better than none. Yeah, and I value those three followers, and I care about them, and I want to make sure I tweet a few times a day so they know, because they want to be kept up to date. Hashtag killing it. Hashtag killing it. All right. Hope you all go have a good weekend, good week. Put the small things in your favour, and just have a, just have a good life. Just Work your face off. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.